1: betting degeneracy.
0: Hey gang, welcome back to Out of Bounds, I'm Phil, as always I'm joined by Kyle, Kyle, what's going on dude? Hey buddy, uh, you
2: know, not much going on, you know, we're at our own witching hour here on, on Friday night, right, we're here is, this fucking schedule, you know, you know, give people what they want, which is, I believe a, a, a 20 dollar.
0: into the show our viewers if they followed us even on the bets we went against each other you made 25 bucks there we go there it is so that's good also gang kyle this week may sound a little bit different than last week uh-oh what
2: why why does it sound different because you got married that's true that's true. That that's very true. I'm
0: not sure where you were going with that.
2: I didn't know where you were
0: going with that. Well, that's where I, I sound You're married. Do I now, sound
2: bro. more married? Do I sound like? Does it feel different?
0: It does feel different. Like, do we have okay. to not swear?
2: No, I do whatever the fuck I want.
0: Fair enough. Okay, so business as usual. How was the wedding, man? Let's let's talk
2: let's talk details here. Well, I mean, you were there. Uh you know it was i was I, I, thought went, I thought it went really well you know what i mean um, i thought everything was was well done i thought everything was you know food was good i thought the the regular stuff was good you know what i mean the the the, the nuptials if you will um, you know uh, you you had your yourself a little a little uh, speech there which was you know fucking fantastic um you fantastic. Know, really brought really brought the house down um but, you know, it was, it yeah, was I thought it was I, a good time.
0: Yeah. I didn't know that your older brother was a witch doctor, a shaman, and he performed the service. How cool was that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was, it was really cool, I thought. Um, yeah. You know, I, a, I, I, I spoke nice with him. Yeah. I spoke with him on, uh, man, I, I want to say a couple months, probably after we booked a place two years ago. And, uh, you know, we, Morgan and I talked about it. We're not, super religious people um so you know it was it was something we knew we weren't going to be bringing in a priest or anything like that from from a church from a traditional setting so i looked you know for my my local voodoo you know mm-hmm. wordsman and you know boom just happened to be my brother i didn't even know so yeah, called him up and asked him to officiate
0: right there in the yellow pages voodoo wordsman jb so uh, as soon as his advertising check uh cashes with us we'll go ahead and put his information out there for any degenerates that would like to be married by
2: uh a, a witch doctor and i will say he did a really good job too um, he really did he really yeah. did so, so it was it was it was a lot of fun um got to see everybody get get some get some some law enforcement out there there wasn't too many issues um and you know it was it was good eating good friends good time good fun
0: yeah, man. So, uh, congratulations to you, brother. And um, like I said during the speech, we got to go ahead and hit some bets because we got a we got a wedding to pay for now. You know that's that one's in the books. We gotta we gotta pay this thing off. So, we got Week Ten coming at you, and it's it starts out. You started off Thursday night with a little winner in the book club. What made did. you go with the Carolina Panthers on the money line plus one thirty over the Falcons?
2: Well, you know. I've watched these two teams. The Falcons seem to be slipping, right? Um, as, as you know, my best friend, I know that you know this. Uh, some of the other people who may have followed me a little bit throughout, you know, my betting and, and especially in the book club. Um, I'm a big fan of storylines. So some of these games I look at and I go, if I'm not quite sure which way to go, I go, you know what? What would be the best storyline? Because I feel like more often than not, that can really help sway my mind correctly a lot of times, and you know, looking at what the Falcons have been doing, I mean, they're—I think they're what zero and four in their last four against the spread. They stink. Um, they, yeah, they—they they haven't been covering Mariota's. You know, come back down to earth a little bit, and it looks like it's time for Desmond Ritter to come in and and play some football. I'm surprised he didn't get in, you know, during that game, but I mean. It looks like it's time for Desmond Ritter to come play some football. I mean, the rest of the team shows that they can win football games. I mean, they got, what what are they, four and six now? So they got four yep. wins on the season, which is more than anybody probably had for them anyway. I mean, that's probably pretty close to what their over-under was for the entirety of the season, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's close, but the, the number is escaping my mind what it was preseason. But you would think even with – the, uh, like the conditions, the wind, the rain that maybe Ritter would have been a better option anyway. Um, cause he's a better runner. So I don't know, man. Um, I was on the Falcons like a dope. So I'm glad, I'm glad the, uh, the DGNs had a winner in you brother to bring it home. So hopefully I can write the ship here and, and make a profit this week. And, um, looks like we're kicking things off with a, with another Sunday morning game. And thankfully, I won't be at work this weekend. Hallelujah to that. So I'll get to watch Geno Smith taking on Tampa Bay and the Buccaneers. They're going in Germany, I think, right, is, is where this game being played? Yeah,
2: Munich. Ooh. Munich.
0: Lots of bratwurst and sauerkraut. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that that rowdy soccer uh, stadium will be uh, having the, the Bucks. They are two-and-a-half-point favorites. The total is 44-and-a-half. You can have the Seahawks on the money line at plus one twenty six, or you can lay a dollar thirty five with the Bucks. Where are you looking here? This—if you were to tell me the Seahawks would only be two and a half point dogs to the Bucks in Week Ten, I would have thought you were absolutely nuts. But Geno Smith, P. Carroll, this running game—what are we doing with this game?
2: Well, do you think it would be? worse if i told you that they were only two and a, that the bucks are only two and a half point favorites or do you think it'd be worse that i told you the seattle seahawks go into in you know into week 11 or, or 10 or whatever it is this week uh week 10 that the seahawks are six and three and the taylor the bucks are four and five which one do yeah, you think would have been more crazy
0: i, I think my head would have exploded if you would have said that sentence to me uh two and a half months ago
2: yeah yeah um i think it's crazy i think one of the things that, um, you know, we've, we're we kind of learning here is, one, it looks like Russell Wilson, as each week goes by, might have been more and more of a system quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if anything, I, this is the exact opposite of what we saw out of Belichick and Brady during that split. I know that, you know, Carol and, and Russ splitting wasn't nearly what you know, the Belichick-Brady split was. But, you know, after that split, Tom went and won a, a Super Bowl right after. And other than this year, has looked fantastic in his time at Tampa Bay. And the Patriots have kind of just ho-hummed around. You know what I mean? It, it looks like Tom Brady had won that split. Well, now we're on the opposite side of that. And, you know, I think that that's fantastic because I love Pete Carroll. I mean, he's, he's been a, you know, in my, my mind, a standup guy the whole time. Um, I've always had a bit of a soft spot for the Seahawks because I've just loved some of their players over the year. I I love beast mode. Um, I loved Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas, Bobby Wagner. I mean, they just had so many cool guys. I mean, I was even a big fan of Richard Sherman, which I know he, you know, kind of turns a lot of people off, but I was a big fan of Richard Sherman. So, you know, yeah, I love DK. You know what I mean? Like I love some of these Seahawks guys. Um, unfortunately, you know, I know the Bucks have been bad, but I think that getting away from everything and going to Germany is gonna really help Tom. I think it's really gonna help his psyche. I think it's really gonna help his mind kind of get away from this, Um, get away from you know America and get away from you know his house where he looks around and goes, oh, you know, where's Giselle? Where's the kids? Where's you know what I mean? I think it's gonna really help him being kind of you know across the world a little bit. Um, And and I like the Bucks here. Uh, I don't I don't love them, but I'm gonna throw a a. A one-unit money line here on the Bucks. I, I just think, defensively, I think they they still are good, and I think that this is going to be really, really good for Tom. And I can't see Tom falling to four and six, two games under five hundred. I just can't. I can't see it. I can't fathom it. I know that he doesn't look the same as he has, but I just don't believe it. Um, one thing's for sure: this team needs to figure out how to run the football. And I think that they kind of right the ship a little bit.
0: Hey, man, I'm with you. Tom is undefeated since his divorce. I think we're seeing a new man here. You know, the first, I mean, this guy is an absolute G. You know, his first move after his divorce finalized or went public or whatever was to post a picture with the kids on Halloween. Like, what up? Dad of the year stuff. Get everybody back on your side. You know, forget about, you know, what a worthless absentee father he is and all that stuff and just post a picture with the kids, get, get the public perception back on your side. So listen, I'm with you. I I like the bucks here on the money line. Um, if you're, you're going to be traveling a long distance and playing in a, a weird time slot in a weird place, I want like a 40 something year old man with lots of experience and lots of super bowls talking in that locker room before we go out there, this might be the turnaround point of the season. Um, so I, I think you're right. I, I I think Pete Carroll's the better better coach. Um, I think that the the Seahawks will probably have some success on the ground uh against that that soft underbelly of the, the Buccaneers defense. I think they're ranked 23rd against the run. Um, but I do think that the Bucks just, just are too much here. So I'm not gonna mess around with with grabbing points or anything. I'm just gonna play this one on the money line. I'm seeing minus one thirty five. Happy to do it. Let's roll. All right, so then we'll uh, we'll be getting back to the, the regularly scheduled 1 o'clock games, but we have a, an odd team in this 1 o'clock time slot. We're seeing the Kansas City Chiefs. They're taking on the Jaguars in Kansas City. Uh, they are 9.5-point favorites. This total is 50.5. You can get the Jaguars uh, on the money line plus 350, or you can lay 410 with the Chiefs. Uh, we had an interesting discussion in the book club about Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts and their legitimacy for the the NFL MVP, and uh, you had a very interesting take, and you got a lot of people fired up, including me. Maybe that's not on the table. Maybe you know not relevant to this game. Uh, but which way are you looking? Are you, you looking at the Chiefs of the Jags here?
2: Well, I want to. I just want to point out now, if you, if you're in the book club, um, you would have been able to kind of chime in on this because this wasn't. You know, just a just a me and phil thing this wasn't me just the you know the 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 cappers kind of discussion this is a discussion for everybody and this is you know one of the many things that we do in the book club uh you know it's it's not just a place where you just go and you, you log in for the day take your picks and get out i mean it's a it's a brotherhood it's a it's a cool place to hang out to, to talk a little bit we can bullshit about sports different things um Unless you want to just get the picks and get out, which is cool. You can also do that too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But you know, if you if you you know you need to kill a couple minutes and you're you're on the shitter, whatever it may be, and you want to you know message around with us, you know, I I just want to point out that it wasn't my issue wasn't Mahomes versus Hurts. I'm not saying that Hurts is the MVP candidate over Mahomes. Mahomes is absolutely deserving. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that the, the story that was ran was making it out as if Patrick Mahomes has no help around him. I'm not saying that the help he has is better than what the Eagles have on offense. I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying that's even as good as what it was last year, but offensively he's got a lot of things behind him that are really good. Juju has been fantastic the last four weeks. I mean, he's, he's, he's been the top five receiver in the last four weeks. Travis Kelsey is still number one tight end in the league. He is. The only one that's close to him was Mark Andrews, and he's been hurt. So it's Kelsey and Andrews, really, and then the field. Um, so he's got the number one tight end. He's got a good offensive line. He's got the best, you know, offensive coaching staff. So my issue wasn't more so, hey, it's Hurts over Mahomes. It, it's I don't agree with the fact that they're saying that Mahomes doesn't have any help because he's got a lot of help. He does have help. You know what I mean? He's got some he's got some really good scenario. you know, really good people out there. So, you know, did we expect him to take a big step back after he lost Hill? Absolutely. I know I did. And I think it's certainly commendable what he's been able to do without Tyreek Hill because you see what Tyreek Hill's doing in Miami. I mean, it's fantastic. But anyway, If you want to continue that discussion, join the book club and get in there. Hit me up and we'll talk into that. Anyway, uh, this game. I think that there's too much talk about Patrick Mahomes going on. I think that this Chiefs team is getting too much love. Mm. I don't think that they're a great team. I think that they're a very good to great offense. But I think defensively, They're not great. They're three and five against the spread this year. I know they're six and two. I expect them to win this game, but I expect Jacksonville to keep this thing close. I mean, Etienne has looked fantastic now that he's fully healthy. Um, I know Trevor Lawrence stinks. I agree with you there, but Etienne has turned this team into a, a play action type deal where they can kind of move the ball and, 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 you know, muck up games kind of. So, I actually am gonna throw a unit here on Jacksonville plus the nine and a half. I really, really like it. Um, I think nine and a half is way too much. I I, I just I know the Chiefs can absolutely obliterate teams, but I just Jacksonville is still fighting. They're still fighting for that division. And I I think that Doug is able to he knows Andy. He knows these types of, of of schemes and what he likes to run. He's familiar with Mahomes and Kelsey and all these guys. So I think that nine and a half is just too much here. So one unit here for me on the Jacksonville Jaguars plus nine and a half.
0: Yeah this one this one man um it, it's it's tough for me to judge. Uh I think I gotta go I think I gotta take the other side here with, with Kansas City they are really potent on offense and uh, they're they're, like arch was saying they are they can score so fast so i don't think nine and a half is like you know a truly unattainable number like it would be for some other squads um they're playing at home um you know it's going to be a little bit earlier of a kickoff than they're used to because i think what are they like two hours behind us or something so yeah we're looking at a like a like at eleven a.m. local time kickoff or or noon local kickoff. But um by the second half, that crowd should be rocking. The uh the barbecue should start kicking in. You get Andy Reed holding the clipboard looking jolly. It's um I, I, I think this is a, a Kansas City game where where they can just take advantage of of all of Jacksonville's weaknesses. Dougie P is in that that Andy Reed coaching tree. So I don't think um I, I don't think he's got any new ideas that Andy hasn't seen. So, um, give me, give me Kansas City. I'm playing the nine and a half. I don't like it. I'm going to do it for a unit, though. So, uh, I feel dirty.
2: It's right, a dirty so pick.
0: It's, it's gross. This is a it gross is. game. So, it is, um, moving on. The next one we've got the Texans visiting New Jersey, the New York football giants. They are four and a half point favorites. Um, the total is 40 and a half. You can have the Texans on the money line at plus one ninety, or you can lay two ten with the Giants. What do you like here?
2: Um I actually really like the Giants here. Um okay. I I think that the Giants have gotten like kind of like a bad rap, honestly. Um, the fact that they 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 dropped the game finally, which only put them at six and two. I mean, they were six and one going in that Seahawks game. Um I think they kind of overlooked the Seahawks a little bit going into the bye week. And I think the combination of that and then a bye week has really put this team out of the you know the mind of a lot of people in the in the industry. Um I think if this game was three weeks ago, this probably would have been, you know, a seven and a half point spread. I think, you know, maybe six and a half or seven. Um, I, I think, you know, kind of would have been in that range. And I think that four and a half is just too small here. I think the Giants are a very good team. Um, I mean, what Pierce is doing out there for Houston is fantastic. But uh, what Saquon's doing is somehow even better. I mean, he's 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 the lifeblood of that entire team, let alone the offense. And I just think that the combination of Saquon – And Daniel Jones' ability to extend plays is just going to be too much for Houston. Uh, We saw that they're a team that even if they're tied at halftime last week, like that was a trap game for the Eagles last week. It's a Thursday night game. You have fucking, you know, my wedding going on the next day, which obviously there's a lot of Eagles players worried about that, you know. They know who I am. They know I'm a big fan. So, they, you know, I I was getting a lot of like congratulations, good luck tomorrow text from, you know, Jason Kelsey and Brown and some of the guys. Um, But, you You know, name dropped. You can just say from mm -hmm. the guys. I mean, well, I know, but yeah, I know you know. But, you know, anyway, you know, it's that there's Philly's World Series going on. I mean, there's a lot going on. Eagles are playing that Thursday night game before they have a a pretty, I mean, I would say a, a tougher area of the of their schedule coming up with, you know, divisional games and stuff. They're going to see Washington on Monday night. So it's kind of a trap game last week, and they still won by 12. Houston cannot get out of its own way. So that was a tie game at halftime. Philly comes out, wins by 12, you know, wasn't, I know that we both had them at the minus 13 and a half, but you know, I think four and a half is too much. I think the giants aren't going to take this game for granted. They came out of the bye, They're ready to play. Um, I'm going to put a a, a unit here on the giants minus four and a half. Love it. I'm um, I'm taking two
0: units flat on the giants money line minus two ten. So to win just under a a full unit here, the giants, out of the bye week, uh, they get a little bit of extra rest. I know uh, Houston has a has had a long break since they were on that that Thursday night game. They haven't played since November third, um, but the Giants get the full bye week, the full benefit of all the, the time off. Um, you know Saquon has been rejuvenated this year, and I think this this coaching staff for the Giants um, is leaps and bounds better than what we're seeing in Houston. Uh, The Texans, in my opinion, are the worst team in the league, even at full strength. And I know they're getting a couple wideouts back this year, uh, this week, maybe. Um, But, you know, even with those added pieces, I think this Giants team at home can certainly handle business. I'm not going to mess around with the points. Give me two units on the Giants money line minus 210. Next up, we've got the Vikings heading to Buffalo. Uh, It's one o'clock, Kirk, against what, Case Keenum, Maybe. Playing his old Vikings squad, uh, the Bills, regardless, are still three-point favorites. The total is 42 or 43, depending on what book you're looking at. You can get the Vikings on the money line plus 147, or you can have the Bills minus 155. This is an interesting handicap, and I am uh, you know, I'm I'm
2: I'm patiently waiting your 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 play on it. Well, here's 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 the deal, right? most likely not going to see Allen. I don't know if he's actually been rolled out. I know the last thing I saw was that he was they they were putting an hour to hour status on him. Um and I think the reason because they don't want to see Case Keenum. But Case Keenum's a a viable quarterback especially in this league. Um also the guys love him. Yeah, how could you not? He's I mean, he's, he's got
0: some some cool videos out there. I mean, the guys fucking love Case Keenum.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. I've seen a lot of his like comedy behind the scenes team videos and stuff. He's great. I mean, he's fantastic. Um, and it, normally this would kind of fall under our um our backup quarterback first start type deal. Here's the issue, though. Um, Case Keenum has a lot of film on him in this league. There is a lot of uh, a lot of film, a lot of uh, knowledge about him in this league. There's a lot of teams that have already seen him. I mean, the Vikings; he was their starter. I mean, the the the, the guys, the coaches, different players are on this team are going to know him and know what he likes to do, what his shortcomings are, things like that. So, I I have to take that off the board. Um, and with that being said, um, I, I'm I'm going to take. The um, the the one one o'clock Kirk Cousin Minnesota Vikings on the money line here. No, um, I I I think the I think the Vikings win this game. I think the Vikings are a very underrated team. Um, both of these teams. I mean, the Vikings are three four and one against the spread. The Bills are four three and one against the spread. I mean, they're about as five hundred as you can get without you know being there. It's these teams, you know, they're, they're two good teams. They're going to be two good defenses. Uh, I just don't, with Josh Allen most likely not playing, I think that this is going to be a very tough win for Buffalo. I don't trust the running backs in Buffalo. I don't trust Devin Singletary. I don't trust any of those guys. And it's going to be hard for Case Kingdom to beat this Vikings team just with his arm and I just don't see it and i I know we love one o'clock Kirk I expect this to be a close game but I expect you know a last minute field goal by the Vikings to to give them the win here and uh, I'm gonna go you know Vikings here money line for half unit
0: half unit nice half unit uh, yep plus 147 very very nice pick I'm not that brave I'm taking the Vikings for one unit. Uh, plus the three and a half we're seeing a Vikings team. And and it's like completely different than last year. Uh, very similar. You know, it's still Kirk cousins. Uh, their colors are still purple. They're still a dome team, but they're finding ways to win these one score games. In fact, um, they are just behind the Kansas city chiefs of a couple of years ago for the most one score game wins in a row. Uh, they've had six. So one more to tie. I can't remember what what year it was that Kansas City ripped off seven one score wins in a row. But so, you know, that was a problem in Minnesota last year. They would find a way to lose these games. So I don't know if it's if it's just, you know, Kirk Cousins was ready to put out some hype videos without a shirt on this year or, or what. But I'm here for it. I love one o'clock, Kirk. I'm taking the Vikings. I'm taking a strong running game. I'm taking Justin Jefferson. And I I think they can win this game outright. But just in case, I'm taking the three and a half insurance points. One unit on the Vikings plus three and a half. Next up, we've got the Lions heading to Chicago. Uh, The Bears, dude, in a weird spot here. They are three-point favorites at home. 48 and a half is the total. You can have the Lions on the money line plus 134. Or you can lay 145 with the Bears. I know where I'm going. You can't talk me out of it. Who are you looking at here?
2: Well, this, I think this is an interesting game, right? Um, It's going to be a lot of fun, I think, to watch. It's going to be, because Fields has been realistically probably the most electric player in the league the last, you know, three weeks or whatever it is. I mean, the guy's fantastic to watch. I mean, he's running all over the place. Is it sustainable? Fuck no. But is it fun to watch for a while? Yeah, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, this week, I don't think that Detroit is going to allow him to do that. I think they're going to stack the, you know, put a spy out there and make him, you know, beat them through the air. I mean, that that's what I would do. I would have a spy on him. Um, Detroit is athletic enough at the linebacker position to be able to make you do that, um, you know, with with, you know, uh, Hutchinson and, and stuff out there. I, I think that they're going to be able to kind of contain and, and and keep that, you know, keep him inside there, hopefully in that box a little bit. Um, I, I like Detroit here. Um, this is one of those two and a half spreads. Um, I I'm going to I'm going to go Detroit here for a half unit on the money line.
0: Oh, OK. All right. I got to go the other way, man. Justin Fields is quickly becoming my favorite player in the NFL. Um, I continue to cash his rushing, rushing props every week his, uh carries over yards over. And again, this week it's under 60 again. So go, go hammer that anytime touchdowns over. We got all three of those home last weekend and uh, it was fairly simple. And also they're not included in my, my uh, my spreadsheet here. So, um, it looks like a small loss actually had a, a, a pretty nice week with those props. Um, but Justin Fields, my man, I think he goes, goes ham again. I think these lions are not very good. Um, it, it's, you know, I, I just think the bears are going to have a lot of opportunity, especially at home, um, you know, to to kick a lot of field goals and score a couple touchdowns. And I think that's more than enough to beat this Detroit lions team. I am going to take one and a half units on the Bears money line minus 145. So I I want to win a little over a unit here. Looks like we're, you know, just deadlocked opposites on this when you're on the money line. So maybe we could just bet against ourselves, you know, and skip the juice stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I I'm I'm up for that. You know what I mean? I'm a little half half uniter, you know what I mean, on the on Detroit. I, I don't like this game. Um betting as much as I'm, I'm gonna probably enjoy watching it so this is definitely my my one o'clock favorite game to watch you know what i mean um if josh allen was playing then it would definitely be bills vikes but you know with him not out there i have no interest in watching case keith i just don't care um yeah. i wanted to see a six and two Bills squad against seven and one viking squad um, well i i
0: gotta i got another game that you're probably not interested in watching yeah we're heading to we're heading to pittsburgh and the New Orleans Saints are one-point road favorites. The total on this thing is 40. You can have the Saints minus 115 on the money line, or you can grab Kenny Two Gloves at plus 110. What are you, uh, what are you looking to do here besides not watch this at all?
2: Uh, I'm going to go a half unit on the Steelers' money line. Um, I hate the game. I hate everything about it. Um, I I don't want to watch this game whatsoever. Uh, but... I like Kenny Pickett. I know that he's, you know, having the rookie growing pains that we expected him to. I need the Steelers to win this game for a multitude of reasons. Let's hear him. Um, number one, I'm an Eagles fan, so I hold the Saints first round pick. The Steelers are currently two and six, and the uh Saints are three and six. So, the Steelers coming off a bye here, I don't think either one of these teams is good. I don't know if we're going to see Dalton. I don't know if they're going to start Jameis. I mean, this quarterback situation has been terrible. Um, I don't see, I don't think it matters who you put in there. The Steelers defense is not nearly what it was without TJ Watt. But, they're a decent bunch. And, this Saints team just isn't good. And you know, I know that we were very, very low on the Saints team coming into the season. It's worked out exactly how we thought. And I'm going to do a half unit here on Pittsburgh because I, I just want it. I want to will it to happen. I want to will this Pittsburgh team into right. taking this. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to give you
0: some backup here. You know, uh, I'm, I'm with you on, on Pittsburgh on the money line for the half unit. This same exact bet. Um, reason being, I don't care about. You know, the Eagles draft pick, don't care. But uh, the Steelers are coming off a bye. The Saints are on that short rest uh, in a travel spot. They're a dome team coming to a cold weather uh, area. I don't know how cold it's going to be. Um, but, you know, it's certainly chillier than in in the the friendly confines of New Orleans. Um, yep. You get maybe Kenny Pickett takes a step forward out of this bye. Uh, Pittsburgh overall just gets a little bit healthier. The Saints are really banged up. Um, so I just, I, I think that, you know, maybe Pittsburgh can, can catch New Orleans sleeping here. I'm, I'm willing to take a half unit stab at a, at a, you know, a a plus number. So give me the Steelers. We can root that one home together with, with old Kenny two glove. Love it. All right, here we go. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are heading to Miami. The Dolphins three and a half point favorites across the board. Uh, you can get the total at 49 or 49 and a half. The Browns on the money line, plus 165, while the Dolphins are minus 174. Which way are you leaning
2: on this one? So, I've been saying all year that I think Cleveland is trying to do its best to play 500 football until um, – Until Deshaun Watson gets back. Mm -hmm. I've been saying it all year. Right now, they're sitting at 3-5. and Tua has not lost a game yet as a starter. And he's looked fantastic. Um, They're running the ball pretty well right now. Their wide receivers look absolutely fantastic. Um, It's... It's hard. This is a very difficult game.
0: Yeah, I mean you're doing a um, lot of heavy breathing over there.
2: I know, I know. It's part of it is um, I'm I'm a little stuffed up. <laughs> the other part is that my heart and my brain are telling me that the Dolphins are the right side here, but I just feel like if Cleveland can get to four and five here for Deshaun Watson, then they feel like they still have a shot at this division, and. I think that that's where they're going to go. I think that's what's going to happen here. Um, this is going to be another half unit for me. I'm going to go half unit Cleveland money line. Cool. Cleveland in a weird upset somehow beats the Miami Dolphins at home. Whether you want to call it a trap game, whether you want to call it whatever you want to call it. Um, you know they got the Browns, they got the Texans, they got the Niners. I think the they might be looking ahead of themselves a little bit, and you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call for the Browns here on the upset. So a little half unit on the Browns money line here.
0: Gotcha. Can't do it. I cannot. I cannot join you. Um, I hate the Browns. I hate Jacoby Brissett. I like this uh, this Dolphins team. I like Tua. Tyreek is electric. I mean, we're starting to see props. You know. Uh, pop up in sports books like will he break um you know megatron's receiving yards record like the guy is just phenomenal this year and you know jalen waddle out there they they use the the running backs very sparingly uh but effectively and I mean two is making me eat my words in the preseason I, I thought this was a bad team and uh they were a quarterback away but but here we are they they are impressive they're like the old uh the old Rams, like the greatest show on turf. I mean, that's what this reminds me of. They're they're electric. They're fun to watch. Uh, so I like the Dolphins here. I like them on the money line. I like them so much. I'm going two units, Dolphins money line, minus 174. I don't want to mess around with the points because the, the Browns do play a lot of close games. Um, you know, Nick Chubb and company, they still run the ball pretty well, uh, keep things close. But I think the Dolphins have just enough firepower to get this one across the line, especially at home. So um next up we're looking at the broncos and let's ride broncos country they're taking on the titans the titans are two and a half point uh home favorites here uh the total is 38 and a half you can have the broncos on the money line plus 130 you can grab the titans minus 140 boy this this thing is a um it's gonna be like watching paint dry in my opinion so which way are you play, uh, playing it?
2: Um, I think you're 100% right. I think this is going to be a very boring game. Um, other than the fact that we're going to watch Derrick Henry run the ball, you know, 35 times, and it's fun to watch him run over people. Um, I think that's the most fun we're going to get out of this game. Um, I told you at the beginning of the season that I liked this Titans team. I thought they were underrated. Um, are they as good as the Bills or as good as the you know the, the Chiefs or even the Dolphins? Probably not. But they're still a good team. And you know, it's it's hard to win football games. They should have won, they should have beat the Chiefs last week. Um with Tannehill in there, they win that game. With Malik Willis in there, they didn't. I think that this week was all about getting Malik Willis comfortable throwing the football. You can't just hand it off to Derrick Henry. You do have to have some sort of a threat. And that's what happened basically in the second half is that they said, you know what, beat us through the air, and he threw the ball, what, four times or some shit? Um, yeah, he, he didn't rack up uh, a lot of yards. No, no. So um, I think this week is going to be all about taking shots when you can and then letting Derrick Henry do his work. Um, I, I actually i am going to go two units here on the Tennessee money line. Um, I don't really want to mess with the points. But I I think that Tennessee comes away with this win I I think they're just a better team overall and I think that just shows you know what I mean I, I don't know if they're gonna win by a point or by seven points but you know money line I feel comfortable with there
0: okay so the good news is Kyle we can both win the bad news is I'm on the other side here I'm taking the Broncos and the points the plus three uh minus 115. this this Denver team they are uh well rested they're coming off a bye the tennessee defense they were on the field against kansas city for i think 92 plays last sunday night uh so now they're they're you know got a fresh broncos team coming to town granted it's a travel spot you know granted it's a west coast team coming east but i think you know as weird of a dude as russell wilson is he's been in the league a long time he knows how to approach these these situations um so I think the Broncos can get it done. They can keep it close. Um, especially with the Titans and their ability to run the ball, you know, that's going to shorten the game. The three becomes a lot more valuable. I'm locking it in now. I like the Broncos plus the three. Uh, next up. This How game How many man, units
2: you going on that one?
0: I'm just going one unit. Just one okay. unit here on the Broncos. This game here breaks my heart, Kyle. We've okay. got the Indianapolis Colts. They are four and a half point dogs uh they're heading to the west coast to play the raiders one of my least favorite teams in the nfl because they keep just just bending me over and fucking the ass with no lube all year long i've probably lost 14 units on the raiders this year i probably lost another 10 on the colts but we've got we've got hope in indianapolis jeff saturday named interim head coach what a fun follow he is on twitter his uh his press conferences and stuff Talking about analytics and, you know, fourth down stuff and two point stuff today. Uh, The guy is awesome. I think he's a good leader of men, as Pat McAfee said. But does he have what it takes in week one here against the Raiders? This Raiders team is absolutely stumbling. You've got um, Hunter Renfro going on uh, the IR. Uh, You got Darren Waller also going on the IR. And this coaching staff absolutely stinks. So, are you going to be taking the new coach, Jeff Saturday, or are you sticking with the Raiders? I mean, there, there are so many storylines in this game. What are the tea leaves telling you? Uh,
2: they're telling me to to take the points. Um, right. If this Realistically, this is two teams that aren't great. They haven't played great this year. Um, I don't think either one of these teams deserves to be more than a three-point favorite over any team in the league. Um, I think that the only smart bet is to take the points here. Um, Personally, what do I believe? I believe that the, um, and this is going to show in my bets here in a second, but um, personally, I I believe that the Colts coming in with a new coach is going to be huge for them. Um, It's a different philosophy. It allows them to get back to the basics, same as a a, uh, backup quarterback coming in starting. It allows them to get back to the basics. One of the biggest issues with this Colts team has been, they don't run the football well somehow they haven't been running the football. Well, Um, I know that there's been some issues in the offensive line, you know, maybe some injuries, maybe some, some things that just aren't working out well, you know, Matt Ryan didn't work out, you know, Ellinger is is, you know, work in progress still. Um, But I I actually think that the Colts win this football game. um, I think that there's nothing better than, a guy like Jeff Saturday coming in and being able to coach up this offensive line and kind of figure out some things. So um, I actually expect a really big day out of Jonathan Taylor or whoever's going to be toting the rock for this team. I don't care. I'm taking the overs on every single one of those guys this week um, for rushing yards, everything. So obviously not not the quarterback rushing yards, but uh, any running back rushing yards I'm going over because I think they're going to run the ball, run the shit out of the ball against this team. Um, I think Saturday's going to want to take the air out of the ball. I think it's going to work out well for the Colts. Um, I'm actually on a unit, the Colts here, plus four and a half, and I'm also on a half unit Colts money line.
0: I like it. I like it. That gives me hope. You know, I'm with you. I'm taking the Colts uh, for a unit plus four and a half for a lot of the reasons you said. Uh, just get a new voice in that locker room Uh, can maybe really turn things around. And it's, it's an offensive lineman voice, which, you know, might be able to talk some sense and these big hog mollies out front and, and, and get them doing their jobs. You know, maybe, maybe he has a different way of breaking down film who knows how Jeff Saturday sees the game. So I'm excited, man. I think, I think Frank Reich and the, the revolving door at quarterback with the, you know, the washed up old guys taking snaps there, you know, Whatever that that didn't work out. Oddly enough, Nikki Foles is still sitting on the bench over there. Why why wasn't he getting snaps? Who knows? That might have saved Frank Reich's job. Um, unfortunately, you know, here we are. We're in a mess, a lost season, it seems, but I am also taking the Colts plus four and a half. I think that hook is is really big. I'm not as confident on the money line, but I'll root you home for sure. I got my JT jersey. I'll be rocking it Sunday. Let's go, Colts. Um, and this seems like a good time to take a break from uh our sponsors but well, we don't want to take a break from our sponsors we just want to hear what they have to say while we stop talking
1: guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right Djens, proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why
0: And we're back. All right, so let's let's break down these 4 o'clock games. We've got uh, the Cowboys heading to Wisconsin to take on the Cheeseheads and Aaron Rodgers. The Cowboys are four-point road favorites. The total is 44. You have to lay the lumber with the Cowboys on the money line, minus 200, or you can grab some value, plus 180 with the pack. This feels like a do-or-die time for Aaron Rodgers here. What are you taking?
2: So I I don't think Green Bay wins this game, but the four the four just seems too much to me. This seems like a three point game to me. Um, I know Dallas has made a, a a living off beating bad teams, and I, I don't think uh, you know especially Dak has, but and, and I don't think that the the Green Bay Packers are a good team, you know by any stretch. But this is a team. That still has Aaron Rodgers at the helm. Uh, I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. I think it's going to be difficult for them, but I just feel like the Pack are able to keep it close enough. Uh, I'm going to do a half unit here on the Pack plus the four. Um, I just think it's I just think it's too much. I think this is a three-point game.
0: Well, good news, there, buddy. Uh, there's a four and a half out there at points. I'll seven. take it and you'll have it minus 107 so good juice too. Uh I'm with you. I'm going to take the hook I think again um I'm just I, I'm waiting for the Packers to show up and I'll just I, I guess I'll just keep throwing money at them until they do. I don't know if this is the spot, you know, against the the Cowboys but it probably is. So it feels right. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers and uh you know, if I'm if I'm setting more money on fire, then that just is what it is. So Next up, we've got a couple disappointing teams here. We've got the Cardinals heading to the Rams. Uh, The Rams are three-point favorites at home. The total is 40. You can have the Cardinals on the money line plus 130, or you can have the Rams minus 148. Um, Kyler Murray's a little bit banged up. Uh, Matt Stafford is definitely banged up. Um, So what are we doing with this one?
2: Uh, I'm going to go Cardinals money line here for – for two units um so this team i i've i've been pretty bullish on them um you know getting getting deandre hopkins back i thought this was going to be a really good team um now last week they they let me down um they they lost to the seahawks there were some sideline issues um i don't know if you saw the videos where murray and hopkins kind of got into it um But basically, DeAndre Hopkins is pissed because he's not getting the ball as much as he wants. Um, And he's pissed that Murray isn't getting it to him in a good enough fashion. In a, you know, putting the ball where it needs to be, putting the ball on time, putting the ball, you know, on, you know, in a spot where only he can get to it. You know, there's been some issues. Um, The thing is, is I think both of these guys know that their futures are aligned. Um, I think both of these guys for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think both of these guys understand that. I think there's going to be a lot of reps at practice. I think there's going to be a lot of, um, talking and and these guys are going to figure it out. And, um, the Rams, I just don't, I I know their defense is pretty good, but I, I just don't believe in them this year. Um, this is, this is more than a Super Bowl hangover. This is a, this is, this is issues. There's, there's problems for the Rams here. Um, you saw it at the trade deadline. They, I mean, they were they offered two first round picks for for Brian Burns. Um, this is a team that knows that it has issues that just can't figure out how to kind of get around them. And I, I just I think that the Cardinals are the bet here um, outright. I think that I think they're just in a better scenario for for this team right now. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to go two units here on Arizona.
0: Okay. I mean I'm I'm I uh I can see your logic, but I'm gonna take another shot with the Rams here. Um reason being, um, you know, Jalen Ramsey will probably lock DeAndre Hopkins up. Um Sean McVay and his Rams are eleven and one in his tenure against the Cardinals. Now I'm not a big, you know, trends guy, but that one feels pretty strong. So Sean I don't know, man. Mc- yeah, it just, it just feels like a good spot to take the Rams. I'm seeing that a two-and-a-half just appeared at points bet, minus 115, so I'm going to grab that. Um, and it's very lucky for me that it happened while we were on the air and while we were talking about this game. Otherwise, I I, I don't know what I would have done. So give me the Rams, minus two-and-a-half, minus 115. Uh, next up, we've got the Chargers. They are seven-point dogs against the 49ers. The total, 45 you can have the Chargers plus 260 or you can lay it minus 295 with the 49ers. What are you doing here?
2: Um this it's weird, right? Because the Chargers are a good team. Seven points seems like a lot. Uh, but there's San Fran looks fantastic right now, too. And I think this it's a it's gonna be a really fun game to watch. Um, the combination of, of, of Eckler and C-Mac kind of going at it. Um, the combination of Garoppolo and Herber going at it. Uh, if anything, the biggest advantage I think um, that either one of these teams has is San Francisco's uh, wide receivers. <laughs> Excuse me. Hang in there. Yeah, sorry. Um, I don't know what's going on out in in L.A., with with these Chargers and and I don't know if Keenan Allen being out has just been that difficult for them, um, but they just can't seem, other than Josh Palmer, they just can't seem to really consistently make anything happen. Um, I I just don't I just don't believe in this team enough. It looks like the Chargers are going to have Mike Williams and Keenan Allen out for the game. So I mean. Palmer as a slot guy is fun, but as a number one or as a number two, a guy that maybe they're going to have to put on the outside a few times. I don't know. I don't know if I believe in it, especially against this 49ers defense. Um, I think Christian McCaffrey's just too much. I'm going to go a little strange here, but I'm going to go, uh, a unit here and I'm going to give up the points with San Francisco.
0: Could not agree more. My friend could not agree more. I think this 49ers team is starting to click and c Mac, man. He really, uh, he really was able to open the playbook last week, and um, you know, he looks right at home in that that red and white. And my um, you know, my division bets, my conference bets, my Super Bowl bets on the Niners are all looking pretty, pretty tasty. Love it. I'm going to continue to ride the train, Sevens a lot. Um, but I, you know, let's lay it, let's lay it with Jimmy G and, and the squad. So, give me the, the one unit on the Niners minus seven. And, uh, next up, man, this is a game. You probably have a, have a feel for a little, little local matchup. The Washington commanders are heading to Philly Sunday night football, man. The Eagles 11 point favorites. The total is 43 and a half. The commanders are four to one dogs. You can get plus 400 on the money line, or you can lay nearly five bucks with the Eagles minus four seventy five. So that, that seems out of play. Um, where you where are you going with this one or, or are you just gonna watch it
2: um well that's well, not really what we do here you know
0: yeah trick question you can't watch it. it you gotta bet it.
2: <laughs> I'd love to just watch it um here's here's my take here um, 13 and a half seemed like a lot last week and it was 11 seems like a lot this week and it might be but I I don't I don't think this Washington team has anything for this Eagles team Uh. You know, earlier on in the season, the Eagles beat them twenty-four to eight. Washington offensive line was was murdered. Carson Wentz didn't have half a second to throw the football. Um, I know that this Washington team right now is playing, um, especially over the last couple weeks, better football than they were then, and kind of they probably their best football of the season right now, Uh, but they're coming into a buzzsaw. This, this Eagles team is, is, has been an absolute buzzsaw. They're the healthiest team in football. They are, don't have any real injuries. I mean, Avante Maddox is questionable, but I mean, you know, I know, you know, uh Jordan Davis went on IR, but I mean, realistically, you still have Fletcher Cox and you still have Javon Hargrave there. I mean, this team was built to lose somebody at each position and still be, You know, really good, other than quarterback, probably. Um, I mean, I I just think that it's too much. I I think uh, there's a few things about Jalen Hurts um, that, that I need to talk about here. Do it. Jalen Hurts is and has always been a really good dude. There's never been an issue or a doubt in my mind that he is a leader of men. There has never, ever been a doubt in my mind that he can be a, a quarterback in the NFL when it comes to intangibles, ever. My issue was his ability to play, his ability to actually perform in games. This year, he is proving every doubt wrong so far. Um, he's leading the you know the number one power-ranked team, a team that's 8-0. I mean, they're getting... Talks that they, they might go undefeated and they ask him about it. And what does he say other than the best possible fucking thing that you can say is I've been 8-0 and lost the national championship. We haven't accomplished anything yet. We're ready to go. How I mean, cool you can't that? you can't you can't say anything better than that. You can't say anything better than that. Um, the only person who could ever say anything that would be better than that would be Tom Brady going against the Giants and going, We were undefeated going into the Super Bowl. And this team was eight and eight, got in on wild card, and they beat us. Nothing is nothing is given. You know what I mean? That's the only person that has anything better to say than Jalen Hurts. I mean, he says it's 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 different than normal quarterback jargon, where it's like, "Oh, I know, I need to play better, and I need to get you know, you know, me and the guys need to figure it out. You know, we got to go to the drawing board. Oh, it's a tough team this week. Oh, blah, blah, blah. no, it's it's. Listen, I know what I'm here to do." I know that I've been in a situation where I've been like this and lost. It doesn't mean anything until you get to those games. We need to go out here and play every week as hard as we can. Um, And for that reason, I don't think 11 is too much. I'm on a unit on the birds, minus 11. I think that it's just too much. I don't think that they lose this game. Um, I think think that this is going to be a week that the Eagles score in the 40s. And I think at best, Washington's in the teens. I think that this is kind of going to be one of those Monday night football blowouts. Um you're coming into the link. People are going to be fired up. I mean it's it's a long weekend. People are ready to rock. You know, it's 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 Veterans Day. It's it's Philly football. The Phillies are 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 out of the picture now. Nobody cares about the Flyers or the fucking Sixers right now. It's all Eagles all the time. Eagles minus 11 for a unit.
0: I, I I think I gotta follow you, Ollie, on this one. Um, the the birds, they would beat <laughs> the shit out of out of the Commanders back in Week Three. I think it was twenty four nothing, and then yeah. the, the Commanders scored late. Um, and I think this team has only gotten gotten better, you know, since since Week Three. They just continue to get better, and you know now you got got uh, Taylor Heineke in there, and. I mean, I, I think we were bigger Carson fans than than Heineke, um, so uh, this is tough. It feels like a lot, um, but we're gonna get gonna get Philly with with a little extra rest. Um, so I guess I'm doing it. I'm, I'm holding my nose. I, I'm gonna be rooting for the Birds anyway, so I might as well root for a cover. Give me Philly for a unit, minus the eleven, uh, and that that I think is it? I think that wraps it up. Um, or do we have a, we have one more game, right? No. Oh, that was the Monday night. That's the, uh, that's the Monday night game. game. Yep. I I thought that was the Sunday night game. I'm just a big dumb idiot over here, folks. So, um, (laughs) yeah, that wraps up the week. I feel pretty good about it in some spots, other spots, not so, not so much. Um, but, uh, if there is one thing I, I feel good about it's college football, bro. Uh, we're up 24 units. I think year to date in the book club, uh, having another good night here. Um, we got the, uh, let's see. Who was it was ECU got them home against Cincinnati. So, uh, sweating out a Colorado backdoor cover here against USC. Hopefully that comes home, but the book club, man, that's where it's at. It's $35 a month. You can have a three day free trial. There are. Bets for everything. College basketball, my college football. Arch bets everything. And he is like the smartest guy I know on sides and totals. So I mean, you just got to get in there. Kyle, do you have anything for the people?
2: You know what? Um, just to kind of piggyback off you there. I mean, we're in there doing well. I mean, even Maxwell's throwing out some some nice bets there in, in hockey right now. Um, so I mean, realistically, pick your poison, whatever sport you like, most likely we're covering it. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's fun. I'm, you know, the wedding's done. I know that we kind of touched on that earlier, but the wedding's done. I'm able to kind of, you know, deduce a little bit more time to uh, my prop game in, in, in NBA. So um, I'm going to be throwing out some more of those. Uh, You know, it's, it's going to be fun. You know what I mean? It's, it's fun. Everybody's hitting. It's, it's, you know, it's only 35 bucks a month. And, uh, you know you're you almost guaranteed to make that back almost immediately um so i and i know we're getting more and more people each day and uh you know along with that we have more and more merch coming out as well um we do you know you, you got to get in here you, you know if you're a fan of the show we have some merch you know you can you don't need to be a book club member to to get it um you know we can if you have any questions hit up phil or i on on twitter um speedway steve Two and king kyle bets and you know hit us up and and, and go to these go, go get go get an out of bounds shirt um the logo is fantastic i'm actually working with the logo guy to get another one so we have a couple Ooh, logos that's um, new to yeah. me oh yeah yeah look at you coming um, back you dirty dog I know. well it's it's one of the ones that you already saw it's 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 one of the final two that we were doing oh, okay all right so i think i'm gonna grab that that gotcha. other one too because it just looks so clean you know what i mean so um you, you know, I have a, for
0: for cleanliness, Clean, cleanliness. That's the word mm-hmm. I was looking for.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know, it's fun because it's um, you know, it's 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 a it's multiple logos. It gives you an ability to support the show and 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 support us and and wear multiple different things. I mean, I know we both bought sweatshirts and and a couple shirts ourselves. Um, Man, I, I wear 20. my sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah. I, I went with the with the with the standard black hoodie, you know, maybe cut a few lbs off me, slimming. Um, and I, you know, I I went with the white to maybe add a few lbs. Yeah, 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 Um, it's all about, you know, light refraction and stuff. That's a yeah. different topic, but uh science. But yeah, yeah, science, yeah. You know, it's, it's science. It's difficult, but it's part of my life. So, um, but yeah, we're, you know, we're doing that, we're doing a lot of things um as well as our schedules are starting to open up a little bit, which is good for us because, um, you know, any any loyal listeners to the show, I want you guys to understand that the guys that we had on earlier, you know, Slop and 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 Alex, you know, Prop Prop Stars and 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 some of these other guys, Hermo Kyle and, and Kyle Hunter. I mean, these these guys who, I mean, man, how about Kyle Hunter hitting on these picks, man? I mean, Jesus Christ, the guy doesn't lose. Um, but man, I I, I mean, these guys are coming back. And we're going to now that things are kind of winding down, we've got some some more time, we're kind of hitting the mid-season, you know, we're going to bring these guys back. And, you know, we're going to have some more shows. We're going to start doing some more shows where uh, it's not just about betting the board, which is going to be nice. We can kind of branch out a little bit. Um You know, it's going to be prepping for for next year's racing season. It's going to be, you know, prepping for baseball stuff. It's going to be going over, you know, baseball signings and stuff. I know I'm excited for Trey Turner to sign with the Philadelphia Phillies. But, you know, we we have a lot of things cooking up. So, you know, get into the book club because we talk about it all the time there. But, you know, just be prepared because Out of Bounds is, is, is ready to
0: take off. fun week week 10 in the books hopefully we get, get, get paid a little bit here at the window kyle send them home
2: adios muchachos
1: information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances operators of this podcast be not responsible for damages related to its contents